Welcome. Um, as the title suggests, November is the new January. We want to ditch the thoughts of waiting till the new year before you start to look for your new role, and we want to get you started now. Even better, start in October next year. But there we go. We can't backdate <laughs> things, so let's get started now. First of all, I wanted just to to pick up on something, and that, and that is, why do we always wait till the new year till we make any substantial change in our daily routine? It's not just changing jobs. It's going to the gym. It's starting a diet. We get to this time of the year, and we go, well, oh, show what. Let's just wait until the new year. Now, we have a habit of doing this. Um, and what we're going to try and unpack in today's session is why that's not the best thing to be doing and how you can get an advantage to your competitors about starting now. So that leads me over nicely to Jess. Well, look, I can definitely put my hand up here, James. I am the type of person that New Year's resolutions always start off strong in January. And you're absolutely right. You know, coming, going to the gym, starting a workout, um, trying to get fit and eat healthier. I ditch it at this time of year and I'll just start it in January, but I don't know why. Why do I not start that now? Um, I think it just goes back to the job search as well. Like everybody has a driver of why they're maybe wanting to start something new, usually better pay, better opportunities. But I think also as we get towards the end of the year, people start to feel burnt out, uninspired, unfulfilled um and then that usually leaves people wondering well what is next and actually what could come next year and that's before the year has even ended and the next year has even started um so why wait until january to do something about it looking for better opportunities should always start sooner rather than later um and that's why starting that search or getting things into motion in october and november for, for me, should be a priority rather than wait until January. Um, yeah, you can say the end of the year is busy um, and people want to start winding down. But why let your drivers and motivations for something new build up and reach boiling point before you do something about it? Um, and typically over the sort of break of the end of the year, I can speak for myself here. I wind down and I start thinking about all these different things that I want to do, but usually they come to the forefront of people's minds over that time and, and in January, but actually stem from the you know Q4 of the year. So it's all about putting things into action and listening to what you're telling yourself and not waiting and just going for it as soon as possible. So November is definitely the new January, people. <laughs> I think something else to add on that line as well, Jess, is... Uh... What we're talking about right now is the fact that the majority of people look for new jobs or start these processes in January. And actually, mm -hmm. by starting before them, you're giving yourself a significant advantage. Um, companies want to hire. In fact, companies need to hire. Roles don't just disappear over Q4. They're there. Headcount is to be, uh, is to be fulfilled. So actually, you've got an advantage above your competition because there's less competition. So that's a big mm -hmm. thing to think about. There's going to be less CVs getting put on, on uh, well, I say on desks, but in inboxes now. <laughs> and and uh, there's going to be less interview competition. So that's definitely a big thing to think about. We, um, we actively encourage people to start these processes. Um, so not only is that a big advantage, but um, you, you, you're going to be standing out above less people, um, which I kind of just touched upon. But what I want to try and help you with now is, is alternative ways in which you can stand out because you 
um, have got a number of things that you can do yourself as well in order to, to stand out. Now, we did touch upon some of them in our first LinkedIn Live, so I don't know uh, how many of you were in there. Um, if you were, then just drop through a comment and, uh, and let us know. Just on that note, Max, I have seen your comment and I figured now would be a good time to answer it. Um, it sounds like you're jumping the gun already, mate. So if that's the case, then you're probably going to have taken on board some of the advice that we're sharing if you're looking for a new, a new job now. Um, so you've got the answer right there. Um, so what can you do um, if, um, what can you do to stand out yourself, sorry, when it comes to actually uh, get, getting out in the market now and, uh, and giving yourself the best possible chance of finding something new? So first of all, I would say uh, invest in your CV, invest in your LinkedIn page. A huge amount of what we do now is via social media. Whether you're using a recruiter or you're, you're applying for a job directly, your LinkedIn page will almost certainly uh, be checked by, uh, by either party. If you're in one of the European countries that uses Zing or other social media profiles, then obviously it's relevant for that as well. Um, key things to check on there without going into too much detail is your summary and your bio, your job titles, the experience that you've actually picked up on those jobs, make it interesting, responsibilities you've held, key achievements that you've achieved. Also look at the skills and ask for some recommendations from some of your peers or your colleagues as well, because they do get looked at and they do make a difference. The other big thing you can be doing right now as well, and hopefully many of you are doing this already, is the fact you're tuned into someone like our LinkedIn Live, but find a specialist recruiter or a handful of specialist recruiters that are active in the space that you're in. So why being active in your space? There's a lot of generic companies out there right now. And in my opinion, they're not very useful. How can a recruiter service infrastructure and software development and finance and HR and you name it, right? You need to find a company or a person that can really benefit your career. Reach out to them. They'll be able to give you advice on what companies are hiring, the jobs that are hot, where you want to go. Um, not just that, but they'll help you save time as well. As Jess touched upon earlier, Time can be quite tight at this time of year. So work with a recruiter. They will make sure they're doing all of the admin tasks for you, doing all of the tasks that you don't want to do so you can just focus on, on the interview itself. Yeah, I agree totally. Job searching, I say this to everybody, is a full-time job in itself. So take away that stress. Work with a specialist recruiter who really understands you and what you're looking for and can present you the best opportunities on the market and take away all of that admin time from you. Um, so yeah, it's a really key point you mentioned there, James. And hopefully with the people that have tuned into this LinkedIn Live um, and hopefully joined us on our first one as well, um, you know, you guys have all got a number of specialist recruiters. You only need one or two um, that you can go to that you've got a good relationship with who can really take that away from your job, job search efforts. So um, yeah, I think it's quite a key point you mentioned there, James. Cool. Well, look, moving can... on to a really key point, actually, is people might be going, well, why now? Like, why why start now? Um, and the answer is probably not that obvious either. But, you know, this time of year, everybody's in the same boat, more or less. Uh, getting to the end of the year, most people want to wind down. Um, but that does mean that there's less competition on the market. Most people will wait, the majority of people will wait until January to fix up their CV and start their job search efforts. Do that now and get ahead of the curve while there's less competition in the market. There are actually still a really high number of opportunities available. Also from a hiring perspective, not all jobs just go live in January. They're already in the making before the end of the year. So get ahead of the curve, 
it will go back to James's point of helping your profile stand out because you'll be one of fewer people um, in the inboxes of hiring managers and in the processes before January kicks off. Um, and just helps give you the best chance of securing something new um, and moving on to that next step in your career that you've that you've been waiting for and, and you do want. Um, so start that now. Um, and that's kind of starting your search. But if you find yourself in a position of securing something, better yet, start your new role before the end of the year. Um, again, we're going against the grain with of what we have lived and breathed for such a long time, which is new year, new me. But ditch that and try and get in before then, because actually it's a really nice time to embed yourself into a new team, into a new business. Um, December typically for most people is one of the busiest calendar months of the year. Lots of social events, lots of things happening in a more informal and um you know, just a really comfortable environment. And that's a really good opportunity for anybody starting something new, um, moving into a new team, moving into a new company to really understand the business and come back in January with a lot of familiar faces, um, new relationships already starting to be developed um, and just makes it a more comfortable environment for people to start in the new year and makes it less daunting. Um, and also December is a great opportunity great time of the year to really network with people. Um, so yeah, what better time to do it than in the months of November, December and have all of that daunting feelings of starting somewhere new completely disappear when you start in January. So yeah, for me, it's a real key, key time of year to start your job search particularly. But if you find yourself in a position to actually start somewhere new um, and get really embedded to the team. What, what better way to start a new position by having by following up with a Christmas party in the next couple of weeks <laughs> and really letting it your hair down? It shows your real self. Shows your real and, self. That's for sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, I don't think there's any any other argument needed, right? Mm -hmm. um, but we're yeah. seeing some questions come through. Arvind, uh, you ask about permanent and contract. Well, obviously the contract search generally goes through fairly quicker um, than permanent hiring. But look, if you're looking for a contract, then my advice would be just to, to look at any point in the year, to be honest. We all know contractors don't get don't get paid when they're not working. So there are contracts out there in Q4. Q4 is notoriously one of our busiest times of the year for, for contractors to start quickly. So definitely get looking. Mm -hmm. um, what else we've got next? We've got um, uh, Damini um, looking for recruiters to help with visa-sponsored jobs. So look, I'll be honest with you, I don't know if there's any recruiters out there that specifically work on visa um, applications only. I imagine there probably are. Um, I'm sure you can find out with a quick, quick Google, but what you can do is find a specialist recruitment person or business that focuses either in your area or within your specific technology and just ask mm -hmm. them. There will be people out there that do assist with visas. Uh, I'm not sure what country you're referring to. The UK is tough right now. Um, it is tough, um, but there are companies that are out there that do work with visas and uh, I'm sure with a little bit of research and a little bit of graft in terms of finding out those companies, you'll find them and then they'll be well-placed to assist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And also I think putting a quick post out on LinkedIn as well and really engaging with you know people in the market, putting your hashtags will help give you further outreach to help hopefully put you on the right path to finding the recruiter that you want to work with as well. And, and that goes not just with visas, but with any domain, any industry or any specialism that you're trying to focus in as well. 
Definitely. Have we got any other questions coming through? I see there's quite a few of you guys that are that are looking for positions right now. Some of your names I recognise, which is really great to see. Thanks for tuning in. Other ones, not Thanks so much. Thanks for the support. <laughs> We've got lots of people here. And I think, Tyler, you you make a good point. It it, actually, it takes costs absolutely nothing for you guys as candidates to engage with the recruiter. You know, what we do for you is completely free and actually benefits you so much. So, uh, yeah, definitely something I would suggest getting, um, you know, in your books, on your speed dial, um, is a is a specialist recruiter for sure. Kawita, just pick up your point here. Um, agree with Arvin Diary Financial Freeze. Some sectors may not do back office recruitment, e.g. retail, as it's peak in that sector. So as a business, we focus purely within digital commerce technology. So obviously anything that we uh, bring to the table is going to be focused around our industry. And on, I do appreciate that that isn't a reflection across all industries. Um, however, I would imagine the majority of people tuning in are in the industry that we operate in. Um, what I would say is that many companies are still hiring. Um, there is obviously peak periods in in Q4 for retail. You have Christmas, you have Black Friday, you have the January sales, etc. But those companies still have headcount targets. They still have um, um, projects that are being set up for next year more importantly they still have a website and they have operations that need to be functional throughout their peak time of the year so um in 10 years of working in this industry i'm yet to see any companies not hire at all during q4 because mm -hmm. it's peak season um so i would definitely say that um that's not applicable to everybody. Um, however, if it is in your industry, then uh, I guess the one thing that you can be doing is networking as much as possible and trying to set yourself up as well as possible. So when the time comes when those roles do come around, you're well placed. Um, I would typically at... say as well, James, yeah, on, on, your, on the, the note that you mentioned about hiring not slowing down with our industry and typically historically, we've seen the urgency actually increase throughout November and December because a lot of hiring managers want to get that done and dusted so they can go and enjoy their Christmas breaks, right? And come back into January knowing that they've got the right headcount that they need and everything's ready to rock and roll for the year ahead. So actually from a hiring manager's perspective, it's it's a priority for them to, to you know, have that resolution by the time the end of the year actually does come. Rabina, are companies recruiting despite recession and volatility of the market? Good question. And obviously, this mm. is a, a hot topic right now. Um, in short, the answer is yes. There's, there's always going to be fluctuations in the market when uh, hiring peaks and troughs. Um, we have come out the back of a, a slower summer season, uh, partly due to the holidays and, and partly due to world events. But companies are still hiring. We are still picking up new vacancies with new and existing companies um a client of client sorry uh, every week and in fact we're noticing our pipeline right now is probably the strongest that it's been for the last three months uh, again i can only reflect our industry but there's a huge amount of innovation to still be had there's still a huge amount of work when it comes to b2c and b2b offerings and that's that is something that we don't see slowing down substantially mm -hmm. for a, a long time now yeah, definitely. The market is is buoyant. There are lots of opportunities about, you know, I think the recession is is a buzzword that is looming over everybody and, and you know, and rightly so. Um, but in terms of kind of hiring, particularly what we've seen in, in our industry of digital commerce, it's um yeah, certainly not slowing down. And we've got a question from Tim, and then I guess we'll move on to our top tips afterwards. So Tim, uh, do you feel the clients still have the 
the time to interview and hire should candidates be prepared to interview over the period between christmas and the new year good question uh mm -hmm. christmas and the new year hey the time when everyone wants to switch off so look i would <laughs> say um um yes they do still have the time to hire as jess said actually some of these uh businesses they increase the urgency around making the hire because they know the end of the year is coming around soon. So we often find, unfortunately not always, it would be nice if it was, but uh, we often find companies do try and consolidate interview processes and they do also try and pencil in follow-up interviews with candidates that they really like the look of to, to make sure that those processes move through fast. Like I said, unfortunately it's not all of the time. If it was, then it'd make our job much easier, but it is definitely possible and it definitely happens. And the time from in our case, CV submission to offer can often decrease over the next four weeks. In terms mm -hmm. of interviewing over the Christmas to New Year's period, it happens occasionally. Um, I would definitely be prepared and have some availability on, on one of those days to do some interviews if required. Um, mm -hmm. So um, plan accordingly. And um, that said, I don't think it's going to uh, damage your chances of getting the role if you're not available. No, yeah, I know I would actually um, encourage people to do that over the over the Christmas period. Um, not saying sit down and interview every single day, but save a couple of slots if a priority for you is finding a new job is keep some time free because clients will interview, you know, not everywhere shuts down for two weeks over Christmas. So it is a prime opportunity if you're available and willing to do so to get those processes moving um, and things still get reviewed. They might be slightly slower, but it does still happen. Um, and again, it just gives you another opportunity to get ahead of that January curve get you in front of those clients and get your processes started before the influx then comes in January. So I would encourage um, clients and candidates to continue processes in between the Christmas and New Year period for sure. Yeah. Well, look, thanks for some of your questions. There's been some good ones. And uh, see if you have any, any others following this event, feel free to speak to either of us or one of the team. I think now is probably mm -hmm. the time to move into our top tips when it comes to wrapping this up. So top tip one, is define what you want. So what does that next career move look like for you? What do you want to be doing? Uh, I guess more importantly though, what do you not want to be doing? Spend some time, think it through, so then when you either engage companies, look for jobs or speak to a recruiter, you can really pinpoint what that is and uh, start the process off successfully. Yeah, I think that's a good, that's a really good point is people often think what they do want, but not often people put thought into what they don't want. And that actually sometimes is more important. Um, so yeah, really good top tip there. Um, top tip number two is update your CV, your LinkedIn, your social channels, get it up to date and up to scratch and get it as close to perfect. Um, and uh, proofread as well uh, there often is still lots of errors um spelling mistakes on cvs and, and as you know um you know it's really important for as a social channel to really get yourself out there so particularly using linkedin is make sure you've got um open to emails as well um so you can be contacted by relevant people with relevant jobs awesome so top tip number three is find at least one, if not a handful, maybe maybe no more than two or three specialist recruiters that can make your job search easier. They can present you opportunities that are relevant. They can manage your time. They can prep you for interviews. They can do all the back and forth between the CV submission and the interviews slash potential offer that will hopefully arise to, to remove as many of the stresses from you as possible. 
recruiters also do get access to jobs that aren't always published online because a lot of businesses don't hire directly. So it certainly will do you no harm in spending some time, um, investing some time, sorry, in having those conversations. Um, if you don't know of any, have a look on LinkedIn, have a look on Google or ask some peers. There's plenty mm-hmm. of us out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, Top tip number four is um, put some time aside for your interviews. Um, As we know, the back end of the year gets quite busy with social events, both inside and outside of workplaces. Um, So factor in some time for your interviews so that you can get ahead of those curves, get those processes started. Um, They might not complete um, within, uh, you know, the December period, but certainly factoring in the time for your interviews and for your prep um, is really important. Awesome. And then the final top tip, top tip number five is put yourself first. So as Jess mentioned at the start, um, you come into Q4 and you can feel a load of emotions. You'd be tired, stressed, burnt out. You might have some deadlines to hit or whatever. But look, think about number one, right? Put yourself first. If you're feeling those emotions, then why are you feeling those emotions? Let's take action and listen to your gut. If the time is right to be having those conversations, then let's find that time. And don't wait. Don't wait till January. (laughs) Hopefully you've got the theme, right? Um, Cool. So that's it for today. Have we got any final questions before we we wrap things up? Hope you've enjoyed listening. And if you've got any comments, guys, still continue to put them in the... um, comment section we can come back to them later we really want to respond to as many of you as possible as well for those that are still here it's worth noting that we have uh, further linkedin lives incoming there'll be one coming in a few weeks now in november and then we have more scheduled for the start of the new year so uh stay tuned keep following our socials it will be revealed very soon um hope you're finding these interesting and beneficial feedback is always welcome mm-hmm. and uh and See you guys on the next one. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just got sidetracked by a question. Um, so, Ruth, we'll just answer that one really fast. I don't know if you're referring to recruiters or to companies or maybe to both, um, but definitely look to, to, to get your application across, follow up with them, try and call the person over the phone if you have their number. If not, I'm sure there'll be a head, off, head office number on Google. Um, unfortunately, you can't make someone respond to you, but uh, all you can do is be proactive in your in- engagements with trying to reach that person. Social media, email, phone call is normally the best way to go around it. Um, All right. Well, there we go. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Good to see you all here again. Thanks for your support. And, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you on the upcoming LinkedIn Lives. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye, guys.